from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national accreditation body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Ben Caldwell and Owen Ryan of Rubber Duck. Rubber Duck is a Dublin-based video production company that creates engaging, entertaining brand content that people want to watch. Known. Thank you so much for joining me today on AIBF Business Talk. So first and foremost, I want to know a little bit more about, I suppose, the name behind the business Rubber Duck and what exactly it is you do. Um, the, the, the Rubber Duck is actually a name that we we, we, we toiled over uh, for quite some time. Um, our background uh, is marketing and uh, there's plenty of job or plenty of other production companies out there and we wanted to actually stand out and we uh as as you do and we decided to just give it a name that had you know uh was just really really catchy yeah and that would uh immediately kind of go rubber duck that sounds kind of cool what's that and straight away it's burnt my curiosity anyway that's for sure <laughs> so i can imagine it's do the same for our listeners i think part of it as well is that um I think for a lot of business owners, particularly SMEs and smaller business owners, this is a fun part of their jobs. It's something a bit different from the day-to-day routine and it mm-hmm. should be a fun thing. It doesn't, obviously we take ourselves very seriously and we, everything we do is the higher standard, but it's a bit of fun as well. And there's no harm in having some fun while you're doing it. So you can be a bit playful with it. Um, Great. So, so just on that note, uh, there, what exactly do you do with Rubber Duck? <laughs> so first and foremost, we're a video production company. Um, specializing in online video. Um, there's a combination here. Owen uh, comes from a background of TV commercials and big budget commercials where uh, making a, an ad for your business or brand used to cost uh, an arm and a leg. Um, and that's kind of not the case anymore. You know, it's, stuff's got cheaper. Uh, equipment's got cheaper. You're not shooting on film where every 30 seconds is costing you tens of thousands of euro. Um, and with that, I suppose, is the other side of things where you can go too cheap and there's that nice little middle ground and that's where we sit um so we make high-end video we don't we're not the cheapest company out there but we're significantly more affordable than the high-end video used to be uh, and it's that nice little sweet spot where you're getting 90 percent of what you get with by taking a zero off the end um, <laughs> i like the sounds of that <laughs> what was your motivation behind setting up rubber duck day one so Ben um, mentioned there, you know, how you were in the space and advertising and commercials and that high-end video production shooting. What made you change or see the um, opportunity? I, I, I went to a conference about a year, sorry, not a year, Jesus, everything sounds like a year ago. It's about 10 years ago, actually, <laughs> uh, given uh, by uh, Neil Layden, who's a, a, a digital consultant. I think he works in RTE at the moment. He's head of digital in RTE now. Yeah. yeah. A great guy and uh my my background is i've worked in advertising agencies all my life and then i set up my own production company 30 years or 25 years ago which was basically shooting television commercials uh so i my background is advertising and 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 the production of commercials and in the last 10 years i've seen the revenue in in tv production going down considerably and it all emigrating to online and uh 
my nephew who is uh you know i used to always take him with me on shoots and stuff like that when he was because he wasn't particularly fond of school um, uh, and we now work together um, he, he went and studied cinematography and then uh, I, I hooked up with him he'd always been working with me and then uh, I, I met Ben about two and a half years ago and they were able to introduce me into the whole world of uh, online and marketing online and how things work online and so basically, you know, the only difference is, is the medium. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is we're still selling ideas. And, it, you know, if, if you're selling a brand, you've got to be recognized. Uh, a good idea is always going to get you recognized. Um, and the other thing I've always pitched myself at is actually is, is quality. Mm -hmm. um, I... I, I don't, you know, I, I do think quality comes to the top and that uh, you can't really resell yourself. If I'm if I'm going out and showing something that's I'm not particularly proud of, it's hard to hard to go, look at this, isn't it great? Mm. Um, so, I mean, we, we would all have very high standards within, you know, just ourselves. There's, you know, there's... Uh, it's finding that sweet spot where mm -hmm. you're bringing some of the techniques and tricks of the trade from big budget, high-end TV commercials that Owen's picked up over the last however many years um, and trimming them down to the ones that make the biggest difference for the little least cost. Yeah. So you're, what you're left with is something that is far more affordable, but you're still getting far greater than if you were to just approach it from the bottom up. Um, and, yeah, and I think what's something that's very kind of, you know, attractive and, you know, you know, for me, say from the outside looking in and for many of our listeners is that you know, the different generations that are involved and it just shows that the importance of video per se to highlight your brand hasn't gone away and is actually even probably more important now than ever. But why is it? Why do you think? Why is video so important for in the business sense? So for any, you know, business that's out there that's training, they're dealing with their customers and all that. Why is video so important? Well, I mean, if you look at the in increase, well, if you look at what's happened over the last 15 years in terms of digital technology um, everybody has a phone uh, everybody you know my daughter watches tv on her phone which i just really can't fathom um, but so the, the the channels have changed and especially for the new generation the you know ben's age and uh, and younger um, i i i tell you a very quick story Mm -hmm. Two years ago, we had a storm over Christmas. The sky dish fell down. Myself and my wife nearly had a divorce. When the <laughs> sky guy came out two weeks later to fix it, my daughter goes, who's that guy? And I said, oh, he's here to fix the television. He goes, and my daughter goes, was it, was it broken? <laughs> because she watches everything. It's either on Netflix, uh, on HBO. Uh, it's all through the internet. She doesn't watch TV. In the old days, we used to sit down to watch TV of a night. That's right. That's not the case anymore. But what is the case is you still have companies that need to get their message across, need to advertise, need to actually tell people, yeah. listen, this is what we it's are. Just, it's just the way that people are consuming their media more and more frequently. I mean, I suppose hand in hand with the growth in technology that allows it. Um, and also the growth in not just physical technology, but even access to internet on the go out and about, like 
streaming a video while you're walking around the place was it's the norm a, <laughs> now it's a, a distant possibility mm -hmm. 10 year 10 15 years ago whereas now it's streaming on the toilet I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it's like, like that i do ev everything is online now i my I, I don't listen to the rate i don't turn on the wireless anymore mm -hmm. uh i rarely watch i i watch uh generally the uh, half 10 bbc news night that's mm. it uh, nine o'clock news on rte if i can if i'm home in time mm. uh, and, and that's kind of it and the only thing i watch on television apart from that is rugby mm. and soccer and, what uh, and, Gaelic, and Gaelic games that's it like <laughs> any live any live thing that's and that's where the big box is for TV stations these days is mm -hmm. live events. Yes, yeah. Um, so ju just for anyone considering video, right? You know, and creating video to, I suppose, you know, to help engage their customers or clients. What would you consider being the most important ingredients of a good video? An idea, strong mm -hmm. idea. I, I mean, the, the, the you know the one thing that hasn't changed is uh, is creative. Mm. Right, and, and and having something that catches the attention from the the, the, the first millisecond. I think mm. if you if if I asked you, listen, how many times do you actually go online to read the newspaper, and you read the article and you swipe off it? You read the headline and you swipe mm. off it. So. The the, yeah. the the initial hook is, there's, is there's essential. Things, there's things we can do to improve it, but it's only it's it's a percentage game. If the idea is not good, you can only improve it so much. You're you're only polishing a turd is an expression that comes around the race a bit. So and, and just when the used to come back as opposed to what is an idea? Is that just say for example, if you're a company and you know it's a product that you're selling, is the idea the product or is the idea like the story behind how you sell the product in the video? Well, I mean, I, I'll give you I'll give you an example. Uh, well, let's say food, which is uh, it's something that I quite enjoy. Um, you eat with your eyes, as they as they say in advertising. And when I see something on screen, which whether it's a, a sausage on a on a pan or a rake of sausages on a pan, and it looks absolutely delicious, I'll I'll still watch it. <laughs> it. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's uh, or if you see some guy or some woman jumping off a cliff in a, with a with parachute and you kind of go, what's that? You know, it's, yes. so it's, it's, it's a hook. It's like, it's like, it, yeah. you know. Any form of video will work wonders. Just the way online channels have their algorithms constantly being tuned is to push um, fresh video content first and foremost, more above anything else. But the greater the idea is how you stand on as, it's no longer good enough to have any old video yeah. um, because there's more and more businesses using video that if you're going to have any chance of standing out, you need to have good idea and you need to have good quality. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing is, the other potential is, is uh, you know, where they have uh, brand ambassadors. So, yes. you know, if, if, if you have uh, Joe Brody, let's say, uh, who's uh, uh, a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with. Um, if you want him as your brand ambassador, or you think somebody like uh, Brian O'Driscoll, who I don't think I've ever met anybody who didn't like Brian O'Driscoll. Mm -hmm. um, if you had him as your brand ambassador, you'd be doing well. So the minute you see his face, you're going to listen to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. The minute some people see Joe Brawley, they just turn him off. Mm 
Mm. Um, now I I get a kick out of him anyway, but uh, so it's it's uh, you know if you look at look at people like uh, Vogue, who's doing she's doing Pampers Nappies commercials at the moment, um, and again she's they have her specifically targeting the same age group as uh, as she, she's early thirties, mm-hmm. is she? I'd yeah. say she's early 30s, I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and she is targeting that she's got a huge uh, media following mm-hmm. um, and or somebody like Donald Skeen, who mm-hmm. is a young chef, he would have massive following and when people see him, they don't tend to turn him off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they listen to him. I so suppose, I suppose like a lot of that's great for giant brands, but it's the same concepts that we can bring down to SMEs and anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the same thought process. It's the same. It boils down to good idea, good quality. So very, very often, like, you know, we come across companies and, you know, they might, they know what video does. They know the video attracts them as a consumer. And they think sometimes, you know, maybe it's just out of my reach or it's not there. Or maybe, you know, yeah, but like, I don't have the right idea or I don't have the storyboard. That's, that's the is that whole, something you can help with? That's the whole reason that Roboduck was set up is to bridge that gap. Um, you know, traditionally, you would have needed hundreds of thousands to have any hope of getting near video um, and certainly getting near good video. Um, whereas the whole idea behind Rubberduck is to bring that high quality video down to an affordable price point. So we work with we work with brands in a couple of different ways. Sometimes they come to us with knowing exactly what they want. Here's the idea, go make it. And mm-hmm. we can absolutely do that. But where we really shine, we like to think, is where someone comes to us and goes, we have no idea what we need to do. How do I make it? And we can walk you through all that process. So we work with some of the top copywriters in, across the country and further afield even um, to hone down that idea and hone down that script into something that is really succinct um, mm-hmm. and really to the point and really delivers on the messages that your marketing is trying to achieve or should be trying to achieve. Um, it's interesting because the what, what Ben says is the advertising industry has changed beyond recognition since I started in it, which is uh, about 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. and. Um, we we have some of the best copywriters, some of the best creators in the world, in this mm-hmm. country. A lot of the agencies are now uh, shrinking in size and a lot of that talent is has gone independent. So right. I can actually, you know, there's a, there's, there's a company called IndieList and they will have the top creator talent mm-hmm. they represent. And uh, so I can ring up uh, Una who runs it and say, listen, I'm looking for somebody to do a comedy script for me. And she'll give me mm. three names and she'll go, actually, do you know what? Talk to Paddy Murphy. He's after writing an amazing thing for another brand I worked on last week. He sends exactly. So I would tell her what the brand is. I tell her what the target market is. And she would give me like some, you know, uh, two of the, let's say the, mm. the, the creators that she would recommend. I suppose that's, um, it's part of the benefit of you know, traditionally you would have had to go to a large, large agency to get anything done. And in there, you know, everything's in house. So they've got a couple of hundred employees who are all still have all mouths to feed, whether you want a small little promotional video or a full scale ad campaign. Mm-hmm. Whereas the way we approach it in Robert Duck is we have, we have the core in house and we bring in exactly what you need for your particular project. So last week we had a pyrotechnics team and a guitar specialist on a shoot. 
but we wouldn't have those full time in house. And so I suppose it's that flexibility that allows us to bring in exactly what you need for your production and only pay for what you need for your production. I think I think that's probably a very important element as well. And I, and I can just only but assume that the last two years has brought ample opportunity. You, you know, with companies looking at you know other ways and video as a way to really stand out among the you know among your competitors. Would you find that from a business perspective? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we, we would have always thought that, I suppose. And so I think it's it's less of a kind of surprise to us than yeah. when COVID well, hit. Not from you standing out, but from other companies, you know, your potential clients recognizing the need for them to stand out. So therefore, saying, you know what? Now is the time for video. We, we have to engage. There's certainly been a push throughout COVID towards online video. And we've um, undoubtedly, whether we'd like to admit it or not, it's probably benefited us in the long run. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's always been there. It's just taken something like this to really have people step back and realize that this is what they need to be doing. And I, th yeah. I think, oh, I suppose we were referring to an earlier, you know, um, I wouldn't say case study, but just you were just telling, relaying to me a particular client that yes. was working overseas or internationally. I think that was very interesting. Because yeah, well, I, this, this is a client that actually happens to be, we, we moved into our, our premises here last year. And there's a client next door, and I, I, I happen to, to to know the the lad who owns it, and he eighty percent of his business was all business B two B international B two B, and when COVID hit, he he didn't know what was going to happen, and then mm -hmm. he set up uh, his online an online shop, and uh, and then realised that actually the use of video would actually help him sell. And now 70% of his business is direct to customer. Um, so when he was B2B, and he's still, he's actually, in fairness to him, he's held on to his, his contacts within mm. business um, while, while, uh, while increasing his... Uh, mm. So they, we've, we've got a contract now with them for the next year to, to create all their content and to monitor and develop their online presence. Mm. And I think the... The good bit about that is quite often, you know, video production teams are brought in on an ad hoc basis, last mm -hmm. minute, and kind of, they don't have any ideas of the broader marketing goals a business might be after. Whereas when right. we get the opportunity to work with someone on an ongoing basis, you know, the people that are sitting in your brainstorming sessions for the next, how we're going to sell the next quarter mm -hmm. are the same people who are standing on set, devising exactly what production video content you need to do that. Yeah. Fantastic. And a, a symbiosis there, that's really nice. And I'm sure there's so many of our listeners here today that are very kind of, I suppose, enthusiastic about maybe the, the opportunities of upping their game with regard to their video creation and their content and all of that. Ben and Owen, can I just ask you, what has been one of the biggest, some of the, any of the biggest business lessons that you've learned in your journey with Rubber Duck? Some things are still worth paying for. Mm -hmm. even, even when you're, our, our whole goal is to bring video production down cheaper. Um, but you can go too far to the point where it's a bit of a fallacy. You think you're saving money, but in the long run, you're not really. You bet mm -hmm. some things are, a lot of things can be, a lot of fat can be trimmed from large, the way things were done, but some things are certainly worth keeping. And I suppose our learnings over the last few years have really let us hone down where those points are, where the money is being worth being spent. That, that's well, I mean, for instance, if, if you look, we did a, we did a, a beautiful film during the summer for the uh, National Dairy Council. And uh, we, we we invested in a, a, a DOP, who's a young DOP, uh, 
and we spent a lot of time with him and we spent a lot of, I mean, a DOP for anyone who wouldn't sorry, know, director of photography, so. a director of photography, a cameraman, mm-hmm. uh, mind you, never call him that, but, um, <laughs> yeah, and Ben and Connor who were, who directed it, spent a good two weeks going to each location, going to each farmer, getting to know each farmer, getting to feel, let them feel comfortable mm-hmm. in their presence. So actually when they went to shoot it, they, they were on first name terms. And Fantastic. It, 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 and the, 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 the farmers in particular, there was one girl who she was, a, she was a young one and she had all the technology. She was measuring the grass with sort of, with her, mo- with her mobile phone and all this kind of stuff. And these were stories that we had, that Ben and Connor and the, the, the cameraman who'd gone around, they were stories that they'd gotten out of her prior, as opposed to turning up on her doorstep and trying to interview her. They turned up on her doorstep a week, mm. a week prior to it and sat down, had a chat, spent four or five hours with her and uh, and got some great, yeah. really beautiful that, stuff out too. It's a perfect case of, that's something that on paper, that we don't need that. Let's get mm-hmm. rid of that. It'll be cheaper without it. But realistically, what you end up with is a piece that's much weaker and a piece that sells you much weaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and a, and a it was actually it was only originally meant for online, and uh, the National Dairy Council then put it on TV for TV, the yeah. whole Fantastic. summer. So think like you know, taking that time to really get to know your client that develops such a great rapport and relationship. And I can only see how it really benefits. You know, what comes oh, yeah. through the lens of the camera because the camera doesn't lie. <laughs> the no, well, the, day, the, you know? the more you know about a, a, a brand or a product. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I've I, I've worked in this business for a long, long time, and I, I, the first ever time. I went. Uh, I, uh, I lived in Warsaw for three years, working for Saatchi and Saatchi, and it was the first time I ended up. I was making TV commercials for Pedigree Chum or Pedigree mm-hmm. Pal, as it's now known. And the first thing I had to do was to go and visit their factory and actually eat the dog food, which is <laughs> which is, isn't bad at all. Okay. Um, but it was, it, and their attitude was like, you know, if you don't know anything about our brand, how can you tell the story behind mm-hmm. it? You know, how can you tell that? Like, you know, it, like if I'd have gone home now and, and, and gotten sick for three days, I think mm-hmm. it would have been a different story. But they're saying like, listen, this stuff, this food is excellent for, for your pets. It's really good mm-hmm. quality food. Um, so knowing your customers, knowing your uh, knowing the brands and knowing the quality of the brands that they are trying to sell, Mm-hmm. is imperative absolutely 100 yeah. imperative guys you know ben and Owen, listen to you and talk, chatting to you here this afternoon it's no wonder that you've been recently acknowledged as all-star best in class video production company 2022 by the all ireland business foundation how does that make you feel uh, it's great we haven't had a chance to know our amazing <laughs> yeah we're too busy <laughs> too busy <laughs> I what does, I, I said what does being a business for... all-star mean to you well it it, it it's do you know what it is? It's a stamp of approval. And, and and the one thing that I think I said to you the other day was that actually we haven't even had we haven't even had a chance to go chasing business with the other all-stars. Or mm-hmm. you know, uh, because we've been so the minute we got it, the existing clients that we have saw it and went, uh, uh it's and, not even them, it's even a lot of the time we work with a marketing manager who has to get it past the board, who has to get it past something else. And for her or him to be able to go to those people and say, don't worry, 
these companies are this company is safe look their business all-star is video production <laughs> company of the year yeah. and it's a uh, it's i think that's where it's most important it's not on the big sell because that that takes a bit more you know it's not mm. on a big idea or whatever but it's on the periphery people it's on the procurement department somewhere that goes oh perfect wonderful and moves yeah. on yeah these um, guys are not agents yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> but but that's you know especially when you're buying creative it's hugely mm. important because a lot of creatives are mad and so <laughs> a lot of the it, best ones are mad <laughs> so having a having a stamp of approval uh like mm. uh, like uh, uh all star accreditation it's 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 i would put it down akin to like the Blossom Heron Awards for like mm -hmm. you know, food companies and stuff like that. Uh, to me, it's it's it says these guys are not lunatics. They're good and they mm -hmm. uh, good to the point of view that you know uh, they're in the second year. They're you know they're uh, they've been picked mm -hmm. to 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 have the accreditation. It's it's reassurance. It really is. It's massive reassurance for clients. Um, it's, so and it's nice morale in in house as well. I think. Um, you know, like we were working long hours and mm -hmm. people we work with work long hours and the people who work for us work long hours. And yeah. for them to know that it's not in vain, you know. It's been seen externally. Being seen. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. So guys, what next for Rubber Duck? What next? Oh. Um, the, more people, more growth. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, uh, we, international is a big thing as well. With, uh, We've, we've just been shortlisted on uh, with, with Fingal County Council for uh, um, uh, for an award, and mm -hmm. we we're myself and Ben are in there on Monday. Mm. Excellent. Um, and the you know I think long term, I don't think the business model in terms of actually being able to supply decent, decently priced video to companies. I don't think that should ever change. Mm -hmm. I think what we do is is actually very, very good. Um, I think it can expand uh, in terms of actually, yes, we can, uh, we could have a number of more clients. Mm -hmm. um, and also the, the one thing that's, that's vital, which is, I don't have to really worry about that much because Ben has a master's in uh, computer science is being ahead of the game in technology and knowing what's happening knowing what's mm. you know with that uh, we've done um only last week was our first shoot which was in entirely remote so the client was in dubai during the shoot watching everything live and talking mm -hmm. back live and everything and yeah. camera feeds being streamed to her with no delay and i think that's an exciting space um, mm -hmm. because it, you know it's come around because of covid but what it opens up is much more than dealing with people who are around the corner. Exactly, because you know, like, as you said, the, the opening up the international space, you know, to an, an Irish-based video production company who can do, who's really punching above your weight. So, you know, definitely I can see the future very bright. So for any of our listeners here today on EIBF Business Talk, if they want to reach out and get in touch with you guys, how can they do, they do that? Uh, we, you can find us on our website, which is rubberduck.ie. Um, or you can get in touch with us directly at, uh, you can contact me at ben at rubberduck.ie um, or, or there's or this, Owen at rubberduck.ie yeah. uh, we we have, have, we'll we, try and get back to them as so as in any event I am sure that the brand name Rubberduck is creating lots of curiosity so that I invite them all to jump online, check out Rubberduck, they do absolutely amazing work for their clients and I can see them going you know, very far in the future so guys thank you so much for joining me Ben and Owen
You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.